friends. Thank you for tuning in to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm Stephanie, your host, and it is my joy to welcome the guest today, who is a just breath of fresh air for those of us who may struggle with our body image, who may struggle with eating habits. So Alicia Carlson is from the Strong Her Way podcast, and she is all about helping women ditch the diet mindset so they can create food freedom, find joy in their movement, and then also make peace with their bodies even before they reach their goal weight. And so today, Alicia and I are really diving into how we can partner with God on this, how we can look to God to help us overcome some of these, I guess you could say strongholds, really. And in this culture of dieting and trying to achieve the perfect body and all of that, I mean, definitely we want to be healthy, but it can become kind of an idol, kind of an obsession. And so Alicia Carlson is a non-diet lifestyle coach, and she's super passionate about empowering women to really make an impact in the world because we really are more than our body, but we also need to nourish our body through food and movement. And she helps women with their mindset and non-diet strategies so they can create and live their best life. So I'm really excited because Alicia really helps her clients create this custom plan that fits into the rest of their lives instead of the other way around. So it's not all about fitness and eating. That's just a part of our life, right? So I'm really excited for Alicia to speak life into each of us today. And if you're loving this podcast, could you please write a review? It means so much to us podcasters and it really helps more women like you find this podcast. And so if you want to connect with Alicia after this episode, head over to aliciacarlson.com. You can go to Instagram, Alicia Carlson. And all the links are in the show notes to listen to her podcast, The Strong Her Way. And without further ado, let's chat with Alicia. Hey, Alicia. Welcome to the podcast. I'm happy to have you here today. Hey, Stephanie. Thanks so much for having me. I am thrilled to be here. Yes. So everybody, this is Alicia Carlson. I'm super excited to have her here today. And she helps women to really love their body, feel better in their body, and respect their body from a Christian perspective. And so I cannot wait for you to share with these lovely mamas today. And can you just start by kind of explaining what you do, how you work with women in the health and fitness space, and then also share what this season of life looks like for you? Yeah, so I am a non-diet lifestyle coach. Um, I teach a faith-fueled approach to helping women discover food freedom, find a fitness routine or fitness lifestyle that fits within the rest of their life, and then um, go through more lifestyle transformation. So that could be things like mindset work, um, setting up different habits and routines that I like to call your personal operating system. So Um, you know, just kind of the daily way that you're going through life, Um, but really looking at it through a lens of the Christian faith and, um, you know, kind of back to this bigger belief that God created of his first specific. 
and mindful of how we're taking care of ourselves so that um, really step into that calling that he has for us. Yeah, I love that. And so, you know, what does life look like, you know, coaching women and your family a little bit? Um, and then we can get into, you know, how specifically you coach them to really love their body and feel better in their body. Yeah. So right now I actually do some live group coaching. Um, I'm a certified functional strength coach, certified nutrition coach. So I get to do some of that work in person, which I really love um, being right there kind of in the suck with people um, when they're in the middle of a workout. Um, And otherwise life is, it just looks like a balancing act. It's, you know, working my business, my coaching practice online, working um, in person. And then I've got two kids, nine and 12. Um, My husband is here right now, but he's also in the military. So that of course always adds another element, you know, it just always seems like every season kind of have to stop, uh, reassess, you know, okay, what's kind of coming down the pipeline for the next 12 weeks or so. And then how do we need to adjust um, life so that we're not going crazy? Yes. So much of motherhood is a balancing act and yeah, you have a lot on your plate, but you still pursue this passion of yours where you help women through this non-diet lifestyle. And so what does it look like when these women hop on a coaching call with you? You know, how, how do you really hone in on this, this idea of, not being so obsessed with diet culture and helping women to really respect and love their body. Yeah. So I think, I mean, I have like a framework that I typically walk my clients through, but I always want to leave some space, some blank space for them to come with the things that are really, you know, troubling them with, with these specific areas of body image or nutrition or, Um, movement and fitness and all of those kinds of things. Um, So, you know, while yes, there's a framework, I also try to leave that space for them. But um, it really is just kind of about first and foremost, I think, getting these women to sort of step outside of the goals they think that they should have for themselves around their body and and things like that um, and get them dreaming about a bigger vision. Because like I shared um, earlier, you know, I believe that we're here for something so much more than having six pack abs or, you know, losing the last five to 10, you know, post baby pounds or whatever it is. And I don't say that to discount those goals, but I think that a lot of times we end up setting these specific goals around our body or around our health or whatever, um, because they're things that we think we should be you know, working towards. And so first and foremost, it's kind of getting them to dream a bigger dream for themselves. And how do they see themselves being in their lives? Who do they want to be? What is the kind of energy that they want to be showing up with? And then we can kind of move into a little bit of the mindset work of really unlearning a lot of the cultural conditioning that we have around Um, health and wellness and fitness and our bodies and things like that. And then we kind of break, break that down. So we take the vision, we work on the mindset, and then we take that vision and we break it down into tangible steps, like what makes sense to work on first in your life right now, you know, is it kind of making some 
some tweaks to your nutrition and, and maybe creating some different habits and mindsets and, and shifts there to a more intuitive and mindful approach? Is it consistently working out, you know, or moving your body every day? Um, is it starting with a morning routine? So that's kind of the part where I get to use a little bit of freedom with each client to really pinpoint and assess, okay, of this big vision that you've created for yourself of who you want to be, where do we need to start? Because oftentimes once you start in one particular area, much like dominoes, other dominoes will start to fall into place. And so you don't have to tackle everything all at once. And sometimes you don't even have to intentionally tackle it. It just kind of starts to happen. Mm -hmm. Yes. I think a lot of coaching, lifestyle coaching, really you're focusing on one area, which is you know, the health and wellness realm, but because we are the integrated person, you know, we're going to be working on other aspects of our life too, which I think is really beautiful that you explained that and touched on that here, because I'm sure with your clients, you've noticed that when they start working on maybe being more intentional with what they're eating and fueling their body with and maybe being more intentional about moving their body, whether that's a walk, a jog, you know, a workout at the gym, a class, I'm sure there's other things, like you said, the morning routine. So other things happen. And I feel like when you get forward momentum in one area of your life, it starts kind of requiring you to look at the other areas and those other areas, it's always like they want to catch up. And, um, and I also love that you come at this from a faith perspective. I think it really is the key to making any lasting change in our life. It's so empty without God. And so I'd love to hear what you mean when you talk about having food freedom, that's faith fueled, because I can imagine what this means, but I would love to hear it in your own words and and maybe speak some encouragement to that mom listening who feels like there's no way she could attain that food freedom. Hmm. Yeah, I think, um, I, I mean, we could certainly have probably a whole episode just on this. So I'm going to try yes. to just pull out like the points that I feel like maybe are going to be the best points um, for the listeners. But I think that one of the first things to recognize, or this was really something that I feel like the Lord's revealed to me, is that um, the diet or mindset right now, which is really focused on eating in a certain way for weight loss only, or I'm really just carrying that burden that you have to do things a certain way so that you can ultimately look a certain way or things like that. Um, it's kind of like Egypt. It's like the place that Moses was supposed to be delivering the Israelites from in just that um, slave mentality. So whether that's being slave to the scale, slave to um, even eating a certain list of foods that are approved, um, having you know this concept of good versus bad food. Um, at the end of the day, you know, I think it's more in the New Testament where God ends up coming back around to this idea that, you know, there is essentially no food that's unclean, right? Mm -hmm. And so when we can kind of take the vocabulary that we have away from food, because along with the vocabulary, along with the words, we've attached certain meaning to that. And so, for example, you know, we've, our culture has really kind of categorized foods as either good or bad or healthy or unhealthy. 
And while I would say like, certainly there are gonna be some foods that maybe add a little bit more nutritional value to you, um, very rarely are there any foods that I would deem as like totally bad. Um, and I think that it's just looking at it from this place of like, when we can kind of take that out and we just sort of bring every food to a level playing ground um, or playing field, we get to make choices from a much more self-controlled place because no longer are we attaching those feelings of like shame or guilt around certain foods. And it's almost like as soon as you kind of neutralize and you say, okay, like no food is off limits, no food is a quote unquote bad food or whatever, um, I'm free to make whatever choice I want to, all of a sudden, all of those foods that were so tempting before kind of lose their temptation a little bit. And we recognize that we get to operate from a place of self-control of, hey, I can have this food, but maybe right now I'm choosing not to, or I can have this food and I know that I can, you know, be operating from this place of self-control, of internal control to listen to my body, to decide and discern when it's telling me it's had enough based on how full I am or the food doesn't taste good anymore or whatever. Whereas when, we when we're living by these external food rules, um, a lot of times we are, we're more controlled by the food and we, we aren't exercising our own, that gift of self-control quite as much. Mm -hmm. Yes, and God gave us our gift of free will which I know he wants us to exercise and, and developing that self-control in this area. Like I said before, you know, it does, you know, when you work on one area of your life, it really leaks out, bleeds out. I don't know what that, that phrase is, but you know what I mean? Like it really, it expands. That's a better word. It expands and just really touches every area of your life. I mean, I can say this happened for me when I met my husband and he helped me with my overspending and I didn't really realize that I was doing that, but he really helped me get more controlled about not impulse buying. And it's mm -hmm. so interesting because just that simple tweak in that one area, getting more self-control with my spending habits actually helps me get more control, self-control with my prayer life or mm -hmm. with eating actually, you know, not, not eating like 10 cookies at once, um, because I have a total sweet tooth and I knew that wasn't healthy for me at that time, you know, like anyway, it's just really amazing how, when you work on one area, it really does expand into other areas. So I'd love to hear you just in closing, just maybe speak life to that listener who thinks that, you know, some foods are bad, some foods are good. And maybe when they eat those bad foods, they feel bad. They feel that shame that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. How could you maybe speak life and, and help them feel a little freedom today? Hmm. Um, well, I guess first it's for me, like I tend to be kind of a challenger, like let's just hit things straight on. So I think, you know, it's just really kind of looking at where these ideas have come from. And are they ideas that you have come to yourself or is it really the burden that somebody else has placed on you? Um, I mean, yes, I, I absolutely feel like we need to be good stewards of our body. We need to be really mindful about how we're treating it and what we're doing. 
Um, but that goes to the things that we're saying about ourselves as well, right? It's not just how you're treating yourself with food or with exercise. And oftentimes I think that the message is, is that if you're not eating a certain way, if you're not working out a certain way, um, then you're not taking care of yourself. And so I really want to challenge that in that, um, just like your faith walk can look a variety of ways, you know, like your time in the word or your time praying or whatever, there's no cookie cutter approach. Um, I would just invite you to kind of take that same, that same approach and that same liberty and freedom to this area. Um, and if you have strongholds around certain foods, or if you have strongholds around, um, you know, making your body an idol or making fitness or health an idol in your life, you know, surrender those to the Lord. And because you have your faith to lean on, you know, you don't have to go through this alone, you know, so really inviting him into this process of changing the way that you think about food, changing the way that you think about your body or um, fitness or whatever that is. And, um, you know, ask him to give you that ability, you know, to exercise the self-control, but also, you know, the ability to have grace and to have some compassion for yourself. And um, I think the more that we can kind of move out of that black and white thinking, and the more we can kind of just embrace sort of this ambiguous middle ground, um, the more freedom we actually can experience, because then we know we're making choices that align with our, our values that align with really what, um, what we feel called to. And then it's no longer, you know, just trying to follow the rules or do it perfectly. Mm -hmm. Such good advice. Thank you, Alicia. And, you know, if someone listening wants to learn how to work with you further, and maybe they are experiencing one of these strongholds in their life, and they feel like working with you would would help them. Um, how can they connect with you? Where should they go to learn more? Yeah. So the first place I would love to direct you is um, my own podcast because there, you know, there's all sorts of episodes covering all these different topics. And so just check out the Strong Her Way uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, and if you wanted to take it a step further, you could head to aliciacarlson.com um, and you know, get some goodies there. I've got a, a, an ebook out right now that really just kind of walks you through my approach to intuitive and mindful eating. Um, and then if you wanted to look into some coaching with me, then you could shoot me an email and that's just alicia at aliciacarlson.com. Perfect. Thank you so much for being here today and talking about this big topic and breaking it down for us. I really appreciate your time, Alicia. Yeah. Thanks so much, Stephanie. You're welcome. Thank you so much for listening to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm so grateful to have you here as a part of this community. And if you love listening to these episodes as much as I love sharing them with you, hit subscribe on your podcast app. And if you're an Android user, you can download the Stitcher app and subscribe there. That way you know every time a new episode goes live. Thanks for being here, friend. Bye for now.